All right, so I'm going to start with this, this Sean Mendes story, because these things really just bother me, and they really, they just, they just, they just get under my skin. I don't really know how else to say it. So, uh, okay, I'll just, I'll just read the article. This is, this is from Fox News. Um, singer Sean Mendes apologizes for racially insensitive past tweets. Um, Sean Mendes has apologized after defending himself about the racially insensitive tweets he sent as a 14-year-old boy. The singer, who's 21, had previously said he wanted to move on from the N-word post that talk that saw him talk about light-skinned girls. In, in quotes. But after backlash, Sean has now told his fans, told fans he wholeheartedly apologizes. Writing on Instagram, Sean said, I posted some racially insensitive comments on social media when I was younger and I am so sorry. I apologize wholeheartedly for what was said and understand how offensive these those posts were. There is no place for comments like that, and those words do not represent who I am. I stand for complete exclusivity, equality, and love. Um, in the now-deleted tweets, Sean appears to, ref- to refer to a friend writing, A regular day with my N-word, Kareem. Uh, another reads, light-skinned girls. And another, he posts a selfie with his hair sticking up with the caption, I have an afro. Okay. Uh, in a Q&A with an upset fan who quizzed him about the tweets, Sean said, A lot of things just need to be moved on from. But I also think that the things you saw, like I had friends when I was 14 who would, who would like take my phone and post things on them because they thought it was funny that I had 2,000 followers and it was a big thing. They post photos of themselves, and at the time, I was just, I was just like not thinking about it. I had no idea I was going to have 50 million followers, which doesn't make it any better. Um, but yeah, totally, I apologize for everything insensitive I said in the past. But with that being said, yeah, I think that's not my personality. Okay. Now, here's my issue with this stupid story. Um... Okay, I, I've mentioned this before. Sean Mendes is 21 years old. These tweets were sent when he was 14. I'm not even a Sean Mendes fan. I think he's a good. I think he's a great looking guy. I think he's moderately talented. Um, and you know, I I wish him the best for his career. Okay, so at at the end of the day, I really don't care about him. But I'm gonna say this. He's He's 21. He's people. People have a tendency to say stupid things and do stupid things when they're younger. And as they get older, they change. I mean, just just look at it this way: from one day to the next, you are not the same person. And then think about think about think about it from one think about it from one week to the next. Think about it from one month to the next. Think about it from three, you know, three month periods. You're never the same person that you are. Every second, every second you're changing. And so when people go back and once again, I'm going to say this, these tweets don't surface. These people have nothing better to do and they get, they can get paid handsomely. And so what they do is they just try to find dirt on celebrities and they dig and they dig and they dig and they dig until they find Something where they can say, aha, I've got something. 
I, I, you know, that, that, that's a bad person and this is something that they need to apologize for. This is not, this is not a good thing. You can't stop, stop going so far back into these people's, these people's past and looking at things that they do. It's not healthy at all. I mean, it's, it, cause I mean, look at, look at it this way. What if someone went through your phone? Would you, would you like someone to go through your phone and see things that you have said? Maybe, maybe you were completely joking. Maybe you were just, you know, maybe there was an inside joke with a friend. But it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Sean Mendez can say what he likes. And I understand why he apologized because, you know, he's not trying to ruin his fan base. You know, he doesn't want his career to take a, take a negative hit. Um, so I can understand why he did it. But, you know, these people, these people who just dig for this stuff, seriously get a life. Get an actual life. Find something to do. Find a hobby. Go fly a kite. Go drink some water. Go mow a lawn. Go, you know, do jigsaw puzzles. Go hike a mountain. Go climb a tree. Go do something productive. Do something that's better and stop trying to find dirt on celebrities and just people. We get to, you, I mean, think about it. Just think about this. These people scroll, 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 and they and they read each tweet. And they're like, nope, that's not good enough. They scroll again, nope, that's not good enough. They scroll again. And they they this these individuals scrolled for what's for seven years worth of tweets. Just think about just think about that. Seven years worth of tweets, and you have a situation where it's like, okay. What what so what is this supposed to be? What am what am I supposed to do with this information? I'm looking at this and it's like, wow, just just do something else. Do something where you think, okay, just just be more productive. But stop stop trying to find dirt on people because you have nothing better to do. I mean, would would you want some seriously, I, I'm gonna ask this again. Would you want someone going back into your past? Into your digital past and looking and showing what you did seven years ago. I mean, let, let me just ask you this. Can you remember the person that you were seven years ago? Probably, probably a little bit. You, you would know a little bit, but you know that you did some things that were stupid, that were unacceptable. Um, I've done, I've done things that were stupid and, unac- and unacceptable. But we, it's just unhealthy as a society when we try to dig and find dirt on people. It, it's, it's not, it doesn't help anything. It doesn't help anybody. I mean, cause here's my question. It's like, okay, you find, you find this, you find some dirt and you say, and I say, okay, so what? Do you, do you have a, a time machine? Do you, do you have a, do you have a way for us to go back and fix it? I mean, I mean, seriously, like, like, what, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, what, do you want an award because you found something? What, what, what exactly, what exactly am I supposed to do with this information? Yes, I did that. Yes, I did that thing or said, or said those words. Okay, but it's not like, it's not like I just said them yesterday. 
It's not like I said them last week. It's not like I said them a year ago. These people found something from seven years ago. Seven years ago. I mean, I know, I know, you know, people could go through my podcast and just say, oh, you know, you know, 10 years from now when I'm 30, they could say, oh, you know, he said this back when he was 22. And I'm going to be like, um, okay, so what am I, what am I supposed to do with that? Do I, do I go back and I, you know, prevent myself from, from saying those words or, or what do you want me to do? Because you you can't go back. You move on, you change, you adapt, you get better, and you, you know, you do your best. Do I think Sean Mendes is racist? Do I think Sean Mendes um, is a racist person? No, I don't. I, honest, I honestly couldn't care less about this story. This story could not, this story could not, I mean, who, like, so here, here's what I'm saying. So I look at, so I look at this. In a Q&A with an upset fan who quizzed him about the tweets. It's like, dude. Get. Like, you, you, you're so in love with this person. It's just like, okay, you know, just be a fan of their music. And I'm going to say this. People today need to learn how to compartmentalize. Okay, you need to understand how to how to take certain bits and pieces of people and appreciate those things and kind of disregard others. It's like this. I was talking to someone, I was talking to someone when uh the whole Michael Jackson stuff resurfaced and um you know, you had the Leaving Neverland documentary. And someone said, I was talking to this person and they said, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, he wasn't even that talented. He was he was bad, he was horrible. And I'm like, "Okay, hold on." I was like, let me just, let me just say this. Let's say, let's say these allegations were true, which they weren't. They're not. Those allegations that they have, have been refuted and those guys um, perjured and they need to be in prison today. Okay, but that's not the point. And so I said, okay. I was like, so let me ask you this. If the, if, if these allegations weren't around, what would you say about Michael Jackson? They'd say, oh, you know, she said, oh, you know, it, it, he's he's really good and he's really amazing and he's really talented. So I said, okay, so so he's gifted in, you know, music and arts and things like that. But because of his, because of these allegations, these allegations that I'm going to say again are false. These people came against him and said, Okay, yeah, you know what? You 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 suck. You're you're a ter- you're a terrible person. You're a terrible artist. You have to learn how to compartmentalize. I still listen to Michael Jackson. I do. There, you know, you 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 look at these people and it's like, okay, you have to appreciate what they bring to the table. Shawn Mendes has some good music. Bill Cosby. You know, I'm not really a big fan of the Cosby Show, but I'm gonna—I'm not gonna lie. It—it it makes me laugh sometimes. It can be funny. But then when you have when you have a situation where you're just like, okay, man, you know, you know, you're a bad person, so I'm just gonna—we're gonna—we're gonna cancel you. And it's just you know, you're—you know, I—I'm gonna paint you as this because of these actions that you did. And I'm gonna say this. There may be some times where, you know, what what is alleged actually did happen. 
That doesn't take away from the skill that they have. To me, Michael Jackson is like the the greatest dancer of all time. The greatest performer of all time. Okay, was he a strange dude? Absolutely. We know that. But, you know, that man could move and that, you know, he could make songs and he was just gifted in that area. Bill Cosby, he's funny. Did he, you know, and supposedly, you know, these women, these women said, okay, you know, he, you know, he drugged me. And Bill Cosby denied that and said, you know, no, we just went up to have sex and, you know, we did, we did what we did and it was consensual. But, you know, the whole point is stop digging for stuff and just, just get a life. You know, no one is perfect. No one, I mean, just think about it. Just yesterday, you probably did, you probably did one thing that you regret. One thing. There's probably something you said. There's probably one action you did. Um, go back last, last week. How many, how many things do you, do you regret doing? Go back a month. Go back six months. Go back a year. Go back three years. How many things, how many things did you mess up on? How many things did you regret? I mean, I mean, just, this is, this is just so, I, I hate things like this. Again, I'm gonna say, I'm not a Sean Mendes fan. I really feel indifferent about him. But when you come up and you say, you know, you did this thing, it's like, okay, uh, so what? What, what exactly do you want me to do about it? Just, just leave it alone. Just, just move on. He said something you didn't like. Just move on. Get, I mean, seriously, get over yourself. Okay, um, so this next story is kind of important. Um, so this is from the Western Journal. This is one of my, you know, favorite places to get news. Um, poll, young Americans no longer prioritize patriotism and religion. In a bit of disappointing, albeit not all that surprising news, a poll conducted jointly by the Wall Street Journal and NBC News revealed that younger Americans no longer value traditional ideals like patriotism, religion, or even having children. As the journal noted, the findings of the poll are going to make it exceedingly difficult for 2020 presidential candidates to find a unifying message when there appears to be a chasm of ideological differences based on age. The poll focused on the values of patriotism, religion, described in the poll as a belief in God, um, having children, hard work, community involvement, and tolerance for others. The poll then focuses on three distinct age demographics. It, it categorizes Generation Z slash Millennials, which is 18 to 38, which I think really should be cut down because that's such a big gap. Generation X as 39 to 54, and Boomers and Silent Generation as 55 to 91. Okay, so uh, onward and upward. The journal noted that when the poll was conducted 21 years ago, strong majorities picked the principles of hard work, patriotism, commitment to religion, and the goal of having children. In 2019, only hard work remains a common value held in high esteem by Americans today. To be fair, that's certainly a good thing, which it certainly is. 
Overall, 61% of those surveyed still found patriotism to be very important. Unfortunately, that's down 9% from the 98 iteration of the poll. Okay, so um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop right here. Here's what need, here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. You know, oftentimes if you say you're patriotic, now into in today's society in, in today's world, you're seen as racist and you're seen as a nationalist. It's like, oh, you think your country's just so good. You think your country's just so much better than all these other countries. It's like, okay, you're a racist. And so now, so we have the mindset now that patriotism equals racism in, in some minds of certain people. And that's not the case. I mean, I mean, think about it. When you don't hear, you don't hear songs, songs are no longer made about America. You don't, you don't have that anymore. I mean, you'd have songs way back that would, you know, in the early, the early 20th century, like 19, you know, like 1905, 1906, you know, I think of, uh, Billy Murray and, you know, just a, a, a bunch of people in a variety of songs that were patriotic and that doesn't happen anymore. Why? I think partially because of my reason and also another reason is it's just not popular anymore because now it's just all about sales and it's all about the beat and stuff like that. It's not about, it's not about the actual message. I mean, if some, if someone were to make a song about America now, I mean, the latest song concerning America in my, in my memory is This is America by, uh, whatever his face is, Donald Glover. Uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty bad song. I mean, not even, not even concerning the, um, not even concerning the message that it sent. It was just, I mean, the message it sent, yeah, I was like, okay, that's pretty, um, that's pretty, it's a pretty bad message. Um, but you know, just, you know, just overall songs, songs just aren't about America anymore. And so this doesn't surprise me that patriotism is down. And this, this is a negative, this is not a good thing for America, Americans, and stuff like that. We need something that unifies us. It's like, we're all different. Those of us, um, in America, but there has to be something that unites us. And what unites us is, um, America. I think it's, I think it's a beautiful thing. Wherever you're from, wherever, whatever religion you are, um, if you, you know, whatever your political belief is, your age, um, anything like that, where you're from, we're all, you know, we're Americans. And I think that's just so amazing. Like this is, in my opinion, America is the greatest nation on the planet that has ever existed. It is. And I, I certainly believe that. Within that, however, I'm back in the article, the generational difference becomes apparent. Nearly 80% of boomers' generation found patriotism to be very important, while only 42% of Generation Z slash millennial generation found patriotism to be very important. Just as startling, if not more so, 50% of all those who were polled found religion to be very important. That's a 12% drop in the 98 poll, an even steeper drop than patriotism. 
on religion, a meager 30% of younger Americans value it, compared to that to the almost 70% of the older generation who value it. I mean, this is this really is not surprising, but it, it it's sad. I want to see us. I want to see us do better as a nation. I want to see us become more connected. I want to see us work together. I want to see us, um, you know, you know, be able to understand that politics aren't the end all be all, because that's something that just divides this nation so badly. You know, we have you have the mindset where it's like, okay, if someone has one belief and it it opposes you. You're just completely and totally against them. That's absolutely outrageous. And that's not a good way to live. That's not a good way to live. And it just divides the nation. It's like, okay, you know, politics aren't the end-all be-all. You know, you have to you have to put it in its place. And you have to understand politics aren't going to answer everything. It's not the answer to everything. It's not going to fix everything. You, you know, po- um, politics are important. But you don't just look at it and say, okay, you know what, if you disagree with me politically, well, you're just a terrible person. And it's just, it's just that simple. I mean, if, if you disagree with me, um, you're stupid, you're racist, you're sexist, um, you're, you're inbred, um, you're old fashioned, uh, you're a bigot, you, you know, just, just all these things. We can't be alienating ourselves over politics. Yeah, you can have your firm belief. And I think it's okay to have a civil... I think it's great to have a civil discussion where it's like, I say my thing, you say your thing, I say my thing, you say your thing, and then we move on. I think that's such an amazing thing in America because I'm going to tell you something. There are there are countries where if you say anything about the government negative, they will find you and they will kill you. Or they will imprison you. That's a, That's a real thing. And so... You know, just be grateful that you live in America. Just, you just have to understand, just historically speaking, just how great America is relative to all the nations that have ever existed. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just so amazing. We're so blessed to live here, to live during this time. And yeah, there are things I'd like to change. There are things I'd like to get rid of, but this is, you know, this is, this is fantastic. This really is fantastic. Okay, so, you know, that's enough of that. I mean, to me, I'm very patriotic, man. I love this country. I love this country. There's no other place I would want to live. I mean, you know, if America didn't exist, I'd have a list. But concerning, it's like, okay, if you didn't live here, where would you live? You know, there there are lots of places that would be down the list. Because, I mean, I just think America is just that great. I love, I love this country so much. And I think we, as the younger generation, we got to get this number up. We have to get this number up. We can't, we can't be at, what is it, 42%? That's, let me see. Yeah, 42% finding patriotism to be important. That's unacceptable. That's way too low. America's not going to make it. It's not going to make it if, if, if that number continues to stay there or even worse, goes down. That's not something you want. Trust me. This is just just do some history. Just 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 read about certain read about nations that have existed. Just just read about them and learn about them and just look and see, you know, okay, see what we really have. You know, people talk about 
there's some people, there are some people who say you know America is just so so mean it's so it's such a bad place it's so evil you know capitalism blows it sucks it's it's evil and it's just disgusting and I say really is that really is that really right do you do you actually think that and it's it's just it's just disgusting it's just disgusting because you know if you see just how great America is people talk about the immigration problem in America and just you know oh America is just so inhumane. I don't know if you knew this, but America is the number one nation in the world for immigration. We let more people in than anywhere else in the world. By far, I mean it's a huge margin. I don't, I don't, I, I just, I just don't want to hear about about America. You know, sucks. I, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that argument. Now, on to this next thing. Oh my god. So we have two stupid stories today. And this this is my last story. This is probably going to be a short thing. Okay, so... Um, Laura Spencer... Um, she uh, is the host of... Um, Good Morning America. Which I didn't know because I don't really watch this show. Okay, so it says Laura Spencer is looking to set things straight after making derogatory comments about Prince George taking ballet lessons. Last Thursday, the Good Mor- the GMA hosts came under fire after poking fun at the Dancing Royal. As he gears up to go back to school in September, Prince George is enrolled in math, science, history, religious studies, computer programming, poetry, and ballet. Those are some pretty good classes, I must say. Spencer read off the Little Royals course list on GMA, the last course ballet, brought laughter from the audience as well as from Spencer and her co-host, George, whatever his name is. Spencer mentioned that uh, Prince Williams has said his son absolutely loves ballet. To add insult to injury, the 50-year-old said, I have news for you, Prince William. We'll see how long that lasts. I mean, he might. People on Twitter expressed disappointment with the morning show host, pointing out the fact that male dancers suffer from bullying for their interests, which is typically seen as feminine. Um, the backlash prompted an apology from the TV personality who took to Instagram with a picture of a field of flowers. My sincere apologies for an insensitive comment I made in pop news yesterday. She captioned the snap, From ballet to anything one wants to explore in life, I say go for it. I fully believe that we should all be free to pursue our passions. Go climb your mountain and love every minute of it. Travis Wall, an award-winning choreographer on reality show So You Think You Can Dance, took his own Instagram page to call out Spencer. He captioned the video. Dear at Laura Spencer of Good Morning America, I have a message for you. Wake up. It's 2019. I hate when people do that. They say, they talk about the year that it is. They say, oh my God, you know, it's 2019, you know. It's like, okay, dude, we know the year. I I don't think any of us just came out of a coma. Get with the program. Please share and repost this so a boy who needs to see this feels supported if he dances or wants to. Hashtag boys dance too. Hashtag ballet. Hashtag good morning America. Hashtag Travis Wall. Hashtag Laura Spencer. Hashtag bully. Since then, the star and a group of over 300 dancers wowed with a moving performance outside of the GMA headquarters in New York City. On Saturday night, Wall also revealed that the 
revealed that Spencer had personally reached out to him via phone. So Laura Spencer just called me on my cell phone. She got my number from Debbie Allen, and she's completely horrified and just truly, and just truly just issued this massive apology. Wall said in a video posted on his Instagram story, "I could hear the horror in her voice." Wall's fans were overwhelmingly moved by the massive demonstration, taking to his Instagram comments to show support. Thank you so much for inspiring everyone this morning, Sam Quinn, Bad Boys of uh, Ballet Dancer wrote. You are an unbelievable human, and I'm so grateful to have had your support through this incredible moment. RuPaul's Drag Race contestant Nina West commented, You are a hero, while Stephen Boss, uh, known as Twitch on the Ellen DeGeneres show, said major. Prince William has often spoken of his son's love for ballet, a passion potentially passed down from him to him from his late grandmother, Princess Diana. Back in, two, back in October 2018, the Duke of Cambridge was speaking to young dancer Junior at a reception for inspirational teens held at Kensington, Kensington Palace. George is doing dancing as well, he says. Doing dancing as well. He loves it, he told the 14-year-old. He added that his late mother gave him a wonderful piece of advice many years ago. If it's something you love, you do what you love. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Keep at it. Okay, so, um, there, there's, there's a lot to get to right there. Okay, so, um, in case you didn't know this, um, I'm going to ask you this question again, where I talked about, you know, the different occupations and, you know, I just wanted you to think of something. Okay, when you think of a dancer, what, what, what sex do you think of? You think of a woman. 80, in 2017, 83.6% of professional dancers were women. Male was 16.4. In 2016, 75.3 was female. Uh, male was 24.7. 2015, most of the most of the dancers were women at 83.9, male 16.1, 2014, male, female was 84.8, male was 15.2, it, it's common, naturally if you think, if you think of a, of a sport, or if you think of a certain activity, there are certain activities that certain, that certain sexes are drawn to, most women, women are usually the ones who go into dancing. And, you know, people want to talk about bullying. I'm going to say this. Because it has to be said. Sticks and stones. Sticks and stones, people. I mean, we have come to a point where if you say something that's mean, it's now it's seen as bullying. Here's my thing. When it comes to bullying, it's like, okay... If it's if it's just words, you need to toughen up. You need to toughen up. It's like okay, at 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 some at some point, it, they're just words, and if you take them to heart, that's on you. It just needs to be water off the back. Now, when it comes to you know physical bullying, like beating someone up who's smaller than you and can't really defend themselves, now I have a problem with that. Now you know we can have a conversation. Now we can say okay, that needs to stop. When it, when it comes to this whole thing 
with um, bullying and it's just like, okay, you know, you were mean to me and I didn't, I didn't like what you said. That's really too bad. That's really too bad. You, you, you have to understand the world is not a safe place. See, to succeed in life, you have to become stronger. You don't, you don't, you don't go out in the world and wrap it in bubble wrap. You don't, you don't throw styrofoam out there on the street. You don't, you know, when you ride a bike, when you, when you, when you were taught to ride a bike, you, you fell, you fell down. Okay. Mommy or daddy or both didn't, you know, if they did, they did a bad job, but they shouldn't, they shouldn't have come to you and comforted you. They shouldn't have done that. They say, okay, you fell. Now you learned. Okay. So get back up, get back on the bike and get back on, you know, pedal. Okay. It's not, it's not about these. It's not about, you know, it's this stuff isn't about feelings at the end of the day. It's like, yeah, it make you feel, it may make you feel sad, but at some point you just, you've got to grow up. You've just got to take it. You've just got to do it. And by the way, these stats are from datausa.io. So these are not my numbers. Sometimes people will say, oh, you know, these are, you know, your studies and your stuff. None, none of this stuff, none of these studies are mine. They're not mine. So, you know, my, my main thing here is just the, bu- the bullying thing. Well, you talked, you said she's hashtag, she's a hashtag bully. So just because you laugh at someone, you're, you're now seen as a bully. And if you just say something that's considered mean, you're seen as a bully. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Toughen up. If you want to succeed, you become stronger. You don't become weaker. You don't wrap the world in bubble wrap. Parents, if you want to make your kids stronger, you don't. You don't keep comforting them and you don't keep, you know, you don't keep telling them, okay, you know, you know, oh, it's going to be okay. You know, you're just my baby. You know, I, I, I love you so much. And, you, you know, you hug them and squeeze them if they fall down. No, you're going to scrape your knee. You're going to hurt your elbow. You're going to get a goose egg on your head. You're going to, you're going to run into a wall. Um, you're going to make a mistake. That's how you get better. That's how you become stronger by doing things. I mean, at some at some point, you just can't let this stuff get to you. You can't let you can't let this stuff get to you. You have to find a way to just say, "Okay, you know what, man? That okay, it is what it is." She had she has her uh, she has her idea. She has you know she has her thing to say. Let her say it and move on. My question is. Does Prince George even know who Laura Spencer is? I don't know who that was. I mean, I mean, seriously, who, who, like, who cares? Obviously, the and these three hundred dancers came out and danced. It's like, okay, you had nothing better to do. You, you were in a situation where you're like, okay, um, you know what? We don't like what she said. So we're going to protest and we're going to go out into the street and we're going to go dance. It's like, get an actual life. Just leave it alone. Let's, because I'm going to be honest. In 24 hours, who was going to remember that she said that? If you're watching TV, so many things are said that you just, that you just forget. 
I mean, I mean, just we we can do better. I mean, Prince George, he may he may love ballet. I don't I don't know Prince George. I don't know any of the royals. Uh, hopefully, I you know I think it'd be kind of cool if I could meet them one day. But you know, it's it's just th- this is just stupid. It's this is so this is we got to do better than this. We got to find stories that aren't like this. We got to find things. Where it's like, where this is not news anymore. Where, where no one cares about this stuff. If he, like, if he likes ballet, he likes ballet. Cool. I really don't care. And if, if someone, you know, if someone says, Oh, you know, you are, you know, that that's, a, that's an activity for the opposite sex. And they kind of make fun of you. It's like, yeah. It is cool, whatever. I mean, I mean, I ask you this. It's like, it's like women and, you know, and being, you know, a professional fighter. Most, most professional fighters are men. So when you think about it, it's like, okay, the woman can do what she wants. I mean, you know, she's going to be in the minority. Um, but you know, it's, it's, you know, kind of funny. You know, if a woman, if a woman or girl plays football. It's it's out of the norm. If a guy, um, if a guy, uh, what's a girl activity? If a guy likes to go shopping, most that's usually a woman's thing that they prefer doing. If guys like doing it, it's like they guys guys we usually go with. We usually if we go we go with our guy friends, and we're. You know, we go in and we come right out. Especially if we're by ourselves. We go right in and we go right out. Or we're going with our girlfriends or wives. Or we're going shopping. We don't, we really don't go shopping for fun. We don't do that. Um, but, you know, the point is, you know, there are certain activities that certain sexes are drawn to. And, you know, if, we just can't be at a point where this is just, that we, we are this sensitive over a story about Prince George doing ballet. Nobody cares.